For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance. The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Game's too long, too slow, who cares? This is a situation where baseball's in trouble to begin with. The MLB is officially dead. Baseball is dead! Rest in peace. My God, that is Bobby Dynamite's music! Uh huh. How we doing, boys? How we doing? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, what's up? How are you doing? My yeah, how are IQ, you? Blood pressure. You? I'm fucking great. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Feeling good. Because okay. it's almost like I looked into the crystal ball, knew we were going to be here. I know you're not taking a fucking victory lap in a 3-2 series. Like da- First of all, Dallas is firing off arrows on Twitter in the first inning. He's like, oh, you fucking you idiot. It's, what, it's what a one-nothing you- ball game in the first, and he's tweeting me you- and Joey, you fucking <laughs> idiots. How could you pick the Philly? It's a one-nothing ball game. Granted, the Houston Astros won credit to them, but no. you are you are playing what? with fire, my boy. I, you are definitely know. you're dancing with the devil I, right now, taking an early, early victory lap. This is not a 3-1 series. This buddy. is not a 3-0 series. It might as well be fucking 4-2 now. It's a three it two well series. Stop. Two now. Stop. You You're, don't mean that. You, yeah, you don't mean that at all, dude. He didn't mean that. The plane ride is basically like a, a mini parade. It's a personal parade. Like they're going back to fucking. What did I tell you? I told you they were going to get on the airplane knowing full well uh-huh. that the next time they play could be, should be, probably will be the last baseball game they play of 2022 as a team. And then they're going to have a fucking parade. I told you that was going to happen. Listen, and we are 24 hours away from that up. becoming reality. Mm, no. They, they, they're they're having off day. 48. Hey, fucking, this, dude is, this dude is fucking nice. fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but you guys, you, you, guys you, you sat there and you thought to yourself, you know what? Justin Verlander can't do it. You had convinced yourselves wholeheartedly that Verlander was not going Nobody to be able Nobody did that. What are you talking about? You no said one it. said that Justin Verlander. No one said that. <laughs> I tried no to talk. One. Oh, my God. Both you don't even you believe half the shit. Out of that. You are. You know what? Listen you know to what? you both badger out of, Clayton Out of Kershaw all the people in, in baseball media out there spewing takes for a living, you might be the cringiest right now. <laughs> Why? What's wrong? Right? <laughs> what are you no one about? here disparaged Justin Verlander. No oh. one said he couldn't. If there was anyone, and I direct quote from Dallas Braden last podcast, fuck Justin Verlander. He can't get it done. That's what that's what <laughs> Dallas what said last fuck? podcast. And now he wants to take a victory lap because he had a, oh, one no. good game in the World Series. Me and Joe were both on the same side, basically saying this guy can get back on track at any moment. You can't count out one of the greatest <laughs> yeah. of all time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe your question to me was, is he going to get it done? Is he, he or actually, no, 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 no. I, I walk every bit of that back. It was. He can't be that bad again, can he? Yeah, that's like a like, positive and, reinforcement. And, 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 well, well, you said that after you and Joey essentially knocked out the referee and drug him and hit him under the fucking ring and then just two on one Verlandered for a fucking 20 minutes. Just we just read stats pummeling. No, 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 pummeling. no. There's a difference between saying this guy stinks. This guy can't get it done. And just simply saying that he hasn't won a game in the World Series and he has the worst ERA in World Series history. Of- of all time. You made sure time. that the folks knew of that's all a fact. time. That's well, a fact. No, it's it not is. a take. It absolutely is. No, it's not yes, a take. It's a fact. That's, yeah, you gotta, we're just got to state the facts. Yeah. There's there was yeah, maybe it was just the emphatic tone with which it came across. No, you didn't like my tone. Oh, no, no not me. Not not okay. me personally. Like it I, sounds I like you didn't like prob- my tone. I didn't have a problem with it. I just knew how it was going to land. On the ears mm. of folks like uh, the second, like Fast right, take, take take us behind the curtain, Dallas. Let's go a little <laughs> behind the scenes here. See, <laughs> you start spouting off at the mouth in the first inning, one nothing, and then Kyle Schwarber hits the absolute dog shit out of a leadoff home run, third Crushed. third leadoff home run in his playoff career, which I believe ties a major league record. Uh, what what's going through your mind at that point? Because you're like, oh fuck, did I just jinx the jinx the Houston Astros? No, see, like at that point, I was actually in the hot tub watching the game, and, <laughs> yeah. and and I think what happened is my daughter cannonballed, and then water, phone, you know, digital shit devices, and mm-hmm. haywire, and mm-hmm. like at first I thought it was hacked, and I was like, yeah. "Ooh, what? How did this get fucking fired off?" Mm-hmm. And then and then I notice that that my partners have unfollowed me. What? On Twitter. Oh, yeah. You fucking unfollowed. Yeah. I forgot about that entirely. I'm just sitting there in the middle of the fucking uh, World Series and I get like a notification. Dallas Braden has followed you on Twitter. You unfollowed us? <laughs> he, he made us unfollow him. That- he made us unfollow him. That was what? his fucking. Am I not Jedi following Dallas fucking- right now? Unbl- oh my god you- yeah <laughs> dickhead exactly take a moment right now you blocked you. us you over aggressive i would you, never do such you a- I blocked him. Us? Hey, yo, what block the me? i blocked him he had to block and we had to block you i don't know about jared you I blocked myself. I had to block me him. dallas I, I told you jared it had to have been a, it, had, it was it was a water droplet thing i i had nothing to do with that that's i was unaware until I realized that the young Joseph had, had stiff-armed me. That's, I don't know what happened. The first inning got away. That's, the first inning got away from me. And I tried to reel it in. Kind of like Verlander. All right? Things got off to a rocky start. I, I wasn't as fine as I would like to have been out of the gate. <laughs> so that's, that's basically how that first... That's, that's, that's how I chalk up the first inning. Water droplets, child cannonballs, and and Justin Verlander battling back. That's, that's all I got. I'm glad we've moved past this. Well, I've moved past it anyway. I haven't checked my Twitter account to see if you decided to jump back on the ship or not. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I'll have, we'll to, have think to think about that, out. dude. Maybe put a poll out. <laughs> Put a poll out to see if Dallas is going to get the refollow. 
<laughs> but I, I'm I have no problem being the one who will go to bat for Justin Verlander. I have no <laughs> yeah. problem being the guy, the one guy who was willing to ride with him through the thin and into the thick of it. Into the thick that of makes it. you know what that makes sense. I did notice. I was like, I was following 892 people, and why is it 891? Did someone that I follow delete their account or something, or did someone that I follow block me? It was the literal last person other than my own mother that I would expect I, to block would, me on Twitter.com. Jared, you know I don't even know how to do that shit. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> you, you, You've never blocked you, anybody before? You know, you know, no, I, no. You know, I, I, I struggle with technology at times. That's true, but I don't... I, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but the official story is bullshit. It's, <laughs> I, I started to scroll. This and is like this is like the Joey Chris Sale falling off a bike story <laughs> all over again. It's trust me. I I'd like the answers too. I'm not gonna press you for them though. That's fine. It's almost like all right. It happened. You have to mm-hmm. deal with it that it happened. We're not telling you how. <laughs> typical typical big leaguer uh, <laughs> character right now. No, no, no. We're just going to give you a bullshit story to explain <laughs> something catastrophic that has happened, and that's the official story. There's no no one else was there hey, hey, to corroborate the story. Am so I still we just have to you? take him at his word. Am are I you still, still following? following? As of the last two hours, yeah, you are. As of the last two hours, you are. Joey, <laughs> I think you can't follow me. You're blocked. So oh, he blocks you back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's it. That's just not factual. Yeah. Good job, Joe. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Guy has uh, one good game and he thinks he can block us. Fuck no. you. What a scumbag. Thought that Philly fans were scumbags? No. Dallas Braden. <laughs> That's just... I, I'm getting railroaded here. Unfairly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unfairly. Holy yeah. shit! Joseph! <laughs> <laughs> you... <laughs> Fucking dickhead. Don't talk shit about my fills, bro. No, that's true. Unbelievable. Don't talk that shit. Well, anyway, it's all right. Houston Astros and my awesome podcast is in disarray. Dallas has me blocked. Joey has Dallas blocked. Jake, did you get blocked in all this? I didn't. I thought I might catch a stray block, but I didn't. All right. So Jake is safe. All of you guys were safe. If I could explain That's what not happened, true. I fucking love to. <laughs> I mean, now's the time, dude. You got a mic in front of your face. Joey has six in front of his. Let's hear it. No, I, I, I've said what I said, and I, I stand by it. I know who I am. I believe yeah. that's a familiar line yeah, around lying, these days right now. A lying coward is what you are. <laughs> I, I, I know who I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unreal. Like I said, I'm that guy who's one baseball game away, one victory away from squaring it up. <laughs> you gonna be in the parade? No, no, I'm good. I got shit to do. But I, I just <laughs> I got shit to do. I just <laughs> what else I mean, do you have to do? You already took a vacation in the middle of the fucking playoffs. What do you have to do on the day of the parade if the Astros win the World Series, Dallas? Well, I. I have other I have other endeavors like I've what got, you work in got, baseball. There's no more baseball. What do you have to do? I've got irons in the fire, Jared. 
I thought you were about to make like, yeah, I got irons in my bag. I'm going to go to Top Golf. <laughs> no. no, which no. I am doing on Monday. I'm, I'm going oh, to the yeah. They uh, they set up Top Golf at gonna, Fenway Park. You're going to drive the the ball picker or what? <laughs> Dude, I was on the golf. Fuck you. I was on the golf team. <laughs> Saugus High, 2003. <laughs> State champs, fucking putt putt state champs. <laughs> the only man to hit it through the dragon's mouth on the first try. Don't yeah. fuck with me. <laughs> I was on JV, but like we still get a ring if varsity wins. Let's go. 2003. <laughs> uh, 2003 High. senior captain on the JV golf team. That's right. <laughs> I never did make varsity, but in fairness, <laughs> fuck you. I I I started golfing. The f- like two weeks before I started high school, like I oh. picked it up because oh, I was man. like, I was like, I, you know, it's a fall sport. Well, Need well, something to do with that talent cracking that cracking that fucking dynamite powerhouse <laughs> roster. Those saga sticks out there. I just told you they won state title in the, my freshman year. Uh. <laughs> Jake, look that up. You can't argue a state, man. Yeah. State champs still get a ring. I'm basically like the uh, the the Mark Appel. If the Phillies won the World Series, I'm the Mark Appel of the Saugus High golf team. <laughs> he gets a ring. Absolutely, he does. Yeah. Did you see his tweet That's the great. other day? That's great. Yes. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Mark Appel is a beautiful human being, and uh, I look forward to, to getting him back on the podcast. Was that on the old podcast, or is that this one? The old one, right? Uh, that was the old one. Okay. We're going to get him back on the new one. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, uh, probably gonna have to wait for this thing to die down, though. This whole off-season thing, because again, <laughs> just just one ball game away from <clears throat> this entire season being over. Mm-hmm. Um, what was what was your thoughts the minute that things got started the way they did for the Astros? Altuve ends up on third. Mister Pena comes up. Knock. Interesting enough that they had brought the defense in. And Smoltz, Smoltz did acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. I acknowledged it as I, I mean, I was thinking about it as well. Why? And does that send a message? To bring the infield that- in in the first inning? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if runs are at a premium. They're like- at a premium, but this is still a baseball game. Meaning, sure. you know, you still have the 27 outs to deal with. And that early on. That's why I asked if it sends a message. And I believe it it could be a subconscious message. And I mean, we all have a name for it. It's called the panic button. The Phillies and, don't believe in their ability to score runs. And and that's why I'm like, because you've got the fucking dude at the top of the lineup who did exactly what he just did. Right? Yeah. Lead off Homer. Fucking tie ball game. Mm-hmm. So why the pressing? I guess I'm just I'm just curious. Why the pressing in that moment? Is it because Verlander's on the mound? Is it because you do not think that there's no way in hell, much like I did, unlike you and Joe, uh, that Verlander could get it done this time? And the Phillies might have been thinking, look, we don't want to play with fire twice here. Like if, if if we can get a run or if we can prevent a run with this, we got to try to do it. You we want the honest it. answer to that question? I don't know. Yes. <clears throat> I think Rob Thompson listens to the podcast. And he was yeah, like, the boys were talking last night and they were all saying the same thing. Justin Verlander can't be that bad again. Mm-hmm. So you have a leadoff triple. Jose Altuve is at third base. Nobody out. 
you bring that fucking infield in because if Justin Verlander can't be that bad again, that means he's going to be what? It means he's going to be good. Going to be lights out. Yeah. And you got to deal with yeah. exactly who you just dealt with, right? Fucking Neris Montero and good luck. Stanek <laughs> or Presley. A five out save from Presley. Mm-hmm. How many? What did I see that stat earlier? That uh, he hasn't had very many of those in his entire career. No, not very many. Uh, I fuck. I could look it up real quick. I, if to be totally honest, I've I'm probably in no condition to start looking up numbers and shit. But uh, yeah, the well, I, I'm all. That's one of the things. Like one of the things I look at across bullpens. Just even if I'm at home, just baked in thinking about shit, like. The dependency of a guy and how many outings of four outs or more do they have under their belt? Because that is asking them to tap into a mindset that not a lot of guys are necessarily comfortable with in high leverage spots. Now, I'm not telling you that relievers aren't comfortable getting ups and downs. I know you got it, Joe. Um, But. To be a high leverage guy, late inning guy, and to be asked consistently to take care of the last two outs of this inning and then maybe get the next three hitters out or go back out and get the next two or the first two of the next, you know, uh, just it's not something you see a ton of in super high leverage spots. So guys that are capable of that, guys that have had success doing that, I always try to find those guys. That's just something I look for. So what do you got, Joe? Oh, nothing. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were raising your finger like you had him. No, no. I, I oh. stopped looking because I thought Joe had it. I don't have any. I, 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 I'm more of not really a numbers guy. I'm more of a feel. Uh, I I go by optics. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you right now, Ryan Presley, like he's done this many times throughout the days. Yeah, your eyeballs just looked, told you that? He was so comfortable out there. <clears throat> well, he's a dog. He was a fucking dog. And when he was out there, did you trust him? Yeah. So I'll tell you right now, Ryan Presley, um, in the year of our Lord and Savior 2022, Mm -hmm. Ryan Presley had exactly one outing of four outs or more. And it was a six out (coughs) outing, a two inning outing in July against the Angels. Two innings. No hits, three punchies. Other than there that, it was a one-inning affair at most, as little as one out. He did that twice. Came in and recorded just an out. Not saying he faced just one hitter, but recorded <clears throat> just an out. He but hasn't you, been touched you, yet if, this postseason. If, 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 if you rewind back to 2021 World Series, you'll notice Presley went one and two-thirds against the Braves yes, in did. game four. So and there's a president for Presley. It, he had a good t- time. He had four a good strikeouts. time. <laughs> <laughs> they lost to the Braves, but I mean, how can you blame them? I actually was there in person now that I'm looking at it and I witnessed it. So mm. take, you got to tip your cap to Joe. Oh, yeah. For, make, for making the trip to Atlanta. A third person reference. Love it. Ryan Presley had only one five-out save this season. Yeah. Yep. One. <clears throat> one. One. What, look, Dallas, Dallas can relate to this. Uh, from John Morosi, Chaz McCormick 
was drafted in the 21st round, which is a round that no longer exists. <laughs> yeah, he was drafted three rounds before I was. Yeah. yeah. I love... God, I love that play. I yeah. loved every minute of that catch. That I was so... I mean, it, it wasn't... Um, like, it wasn't super flashy. It, it was, it was, it's a great play. And that's why, like, I posted the quick video just of him bracing with his hand up against the wall, like, just looking to feel it out, knowing where you are, knowing where you are, excuse mm-hmm. me. He'd been tracking the ball wonderfully the entire time, never lost sight of it, elevated perfectly, just high-pointed it, if you will, above the defender, should there have been one. He was coming down, tiptoeing both feet in, and that was six. That was a beautiful fucking play. Beautiful play. Game-saving play. Game-saving play. There was another one. There was another one as well. He's at the track. He's at the wall. Makes the grab. Taz McCormick. Two gone in the ninth. That was nuts. He went the other way. That's the stroke. And this play right there. I mean, the degree of difficulty, and it's a double or triple. But JT stays on the ball, and it looks like for a moment that's going to be trouble. Here's, Fucking here's Chaz McCormick. This, here's the other thing about this play, too. Uh, the reason it's important is, if, if I remember correctly, um, Tucker, Tucker's in the shot when he makes that catch. Is he not? Like, can you see Tucker in the screen? Hmm. Let's see. Uh, well, it's a and tight shot. It's okay, not a wide what shot. I'm, what I'm getting at is... She didn't have a chance to catch it. N- no, Tucker did not have a chance to catch it, but what I'm getting at is where was he at in proximity to the ball? Should it have caromed off? Was he in a spot to back up? I got to believe he was. I got to believe he was probably close to it, but that's something you have to consider as well as if McCormick's not able to get to that ball, that thing hits, caroms, kicks, and now, and now who knows what's happening. The McCormick family still in hell watching these baseball games. <laughs> oh, man. Chaz McCormick with a game-saving catch in Game 5 of the World Series. Well, speaking of game-saving plays, two. speaking of game-saving players, another fantastic play made. Um, I, maybe initially you think fantastic. <laughs> it was a great play by Trey Mancini at first base. Mm. Hot shot down the line, but clearly no and doubles. obviously with the game situation, no doubles defense. So Trace hugging that line. You've got the outfielders with their fucking ass hair tickling the warning track. Like everybody's playing no doubles defense. That's an that's an elementary thought. That's something you'll learn very, very early on mm-hmm. as to why. Trey Mancini might be playing somewhere near the bag in the seventh inning of a World Series game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when as soon as as soon as Schrober hit that, I was like, ah, no doubles. Yeah, <laughs> you just I mean, it's, it's, I mean, at that <laughs> might as well change that change that name to no singles because Schrober got nothing on that one either. I mean, it's rough. Hit that ball hard. Yeah, scorcher, Mancini, right place, right time, or just playing no doubles defense. Yeah. Yeah. That's heads up ball right but, there. Well, it's heads up ball, but but like if we're if we're being honest too for for Trey, just not to defend him, but to go to 
kind of go to bat for him. Like that dude puts in work all day, every day, whether he's in the starting lineup or not. Like we know what kind of worker that dude is. So it's not like for me, I wasn't going to be any more impressed with his prowess over there, knowing what kind of work he puts in. But you do have to understand and give credit to a guy who hasn't been the regular over there and comes up in a big spot. Game finds you. The ball's going to find you in a big situation like yeah, it does. Man. And he fucking comes through. Yeah, you're 0 for 17. Everyone's like, man, this guy, this guy we traded for, he sucks. Biggest play, just a fucking shot right at you. Yeah. Love it. That had debacle written all over it, man. Love it. Shout out to the fucking infield coach for the Baltimore Orioles who taught him that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that video that goes viral like all the time where that guy's teaching Mancini. It's like, uh, man, he's like, catch it with your face. Catch it with your face. You got to catch it with your face. If you were any, to, ball, any, any young ball players out there, go find that clip. Take your game to the next to level. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you were to pick a player of the game Mr. for Pena. game five of the World Series, uh, Jeremy Pena, oh. mm-hmm. RBI knock, a homer, uh, Justin Verlander finally getting over the hump, five innings. <clears throat> four hits, one earned run, four walks, which was troubling early. 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 Uh, that was that that's what you call a gutsy performance. That is the definition of a gutsy performance. You're out there and within the first three innings or whatever it is, four fucking free passes, slider not dialed at all, spraying the zone, jerking the slid row. You, you gotta get out there, you gotta figure shit out. And that's why him being who he is. Allows him to go to Dusty and say, Dusty, you're Dusty motherfucking Baker. You know who I am, too. All right. Give me the fucking ball and let me get out there and figure this out. I'm not far off. I'm not far off. I'm just a just a click away and I'll be able to get us through five, six innings. All right. Just give me the fucking ball. And Verlander went out there and did exactly that. They, he, they had a guy warming up right Press, away. Or not, not Presley, but fucking, what you call it? Early, second inning, right? Yeah. I think I thought it was the first, but first early. Was it the first? Was it the Might first? Like, I, I think I looked up and he was at like 36 pitches. So whatever point that was at is when they were cranking. And I was thinking the same thing. Like, oh, man. Like, we just, we just had a conversation last night about how this is not going to happen. Can we sit him the fuck down, please? Where is he ranked now, Jared, in the, in the all-time leaderboards? <clears throat> probably not great. Of ERA. Probably still, still the worst. worst. Probably yeah, still probably, the worst. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? But look, I think this was uh, a lot of this uh, is about the Philadelphia Phillies not being able, their lineup not being able to come through, capitalize with men on base. Oh, yeah. Plenty of chances. And they've I, been doing it all. It's like the last two games. It's like, wh- wh- what's going on? Joey, at what point? Well, they started the series four for eight, hitting 500 with runners in scoring position. Hot. All playoffs, all playoffs, not banging, even this series. Anytime, any time, any opportunity, they cashed it in every single fucking time. At one point tonight, they reached an 0 for 18, I believe. It, they got it to 0 for 18 with runners in scoring position, the Phillies. That's a hell of a run to go on at the worst possible time. Yeah, dude. 
Not until Gene Gene the Hit Machine comes up, a.k.a. Clutch Gene, are they able to to get a little momentum going in that regard. But that speaks to the Astros pitching staff bearing down. You need to make pitches. You need to be able to hand the ball over to guys who are going to lock it down, keep shit right where it's at. There you go. That's what the Astros have decided to do these last three games. Astros fans are still delusional, huh? I didn't realize. I thought like the majority of Astros fans had accepted. Come back down to earth. What? Ha- no, just like accepted what happened in 2017, and that you know, if you're if you're a smart, sensible Astros fan, you're. If it were me, I would be wanting to win this year because it's like, all right, because fuck, that really sucks that the team I root for did that shit in 2017. But like, we have a good enough team to win it legit this time. So I yeah. tweeted uh, after the game. My post-game tweet was Justin Verlander finally does the damn thing in the World Series and it couldn't come at a more important time. Astros have responded to getting pummeled 7-0 by no-hitting the Phillies and winning a nail-biter. They're one win away from their first legit World Series title. And I am just flooded with Astros fans being like, nope, nope, second, second. How could, if, I don't care if you're a diehard Astros fan or not, how could you argue Someone saying that this would be their first legit World Series title. Like we're t- we're not talking well, opinions here. It's just fan, fact. If you're a fan, if you're a fan, how do you listen to players who have played on that team that you're holding so close to your heart say themselves that they need to get another one so they can feel good about it? How do you hear that and not think twice about where you're holding this? In regards to legitimacy, well, stop it. Like, and, and that's all. Like, you don't have to have that conversation with these folks because the truth is what it is, and they're choosing to live in an alternate reality, and that's fine. There's <laughs> not a lot of them there. I mean, you know, however large the fan base is, give or take a few fucking psychos, and that's the population, Jared. Outside of that, outside of everybody else who uses common sense for the majority of their day, they don't think that. <laughs> they know that. Um. This is, I think, just to add a little to that, because there's still players from that team on the team, not a ton, but they're still there, that also plays into needing to get this done now. Because (laughs) if the Astros win a World Series in 2037, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do? You're going to fucking rewind the clock all the way back and go, see, told you 17 was legit. We got the fucking guys to like, buddy, you got fucking Guriel's fucking cousin, grandson, son. I, yeah, like, I don't fucking know. Like, it, no. So I think that plays into it, too. Um, I just did not realize that they were still like defending 17. Like, there's there's oh. no way they. It's, well, it is what it is. What Everyone gonna knows. Do? What are you going to do? You're an Astros fan? You're going to say, oh, yeah, you could have the trophy back. No, not we even did. that. But we, just you can't. Win. If someone says that if the Astros win this World Series, that it's their first legit World Series, maybe don't push back on that notion because that's just a fact. Jared, Jared these, these <laughs> Texans, they ain't afraid to dig in, bud. That's fine, but you just sound they like a fucking idiot. Dig in. They, hey, hey. <laughs> They ain't afraid to dig in. You ever heard of the Alamo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They ain't afraid to dig in. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's whether you whether you want to justify it or just that is what it is. So know that 
understand the great republic of texas <laughs> and fucking let them be <laughs> yeah right. you gotta let me they've had three years to hone this argument dude they got it down the talking points yes uh-huh like they, they they for sure you just fire one of them up and you could probably you could see the glimmer in their eye and you could hit a timer and just go and you know you're getting three and a half solid minutes of regurgitation <laughs> and and at the end of it all they don't even know what they just said to you They've just. I don't blame them, man. I don't blame them, dude. Astros, they get more shit than anyone. Like everywhere you go, you wear an Astros jersey. Even I go to a game at like Nats Park, and it's like no well, it's there because really it's fuck. because the players, because the fans were like, you know what? If they're gonna keep us from the players, like they're not gonna let us into the ballpark. Okay, is that is that the fucking deal? You don't want to let us into the ballpark? COVID. Okay, that's fine. You know who's gonna wear it? Stacy in accounting. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> Fuck her. She's an Astros fan. I'm going to fucking let her know about it. Yep. That's right. Bob up top, second floor. He's fucking hearing about it. You bet your sweet ass. And that's what fans did. They just took it out on the other fans. Fine. Yeah. I, will, so- I will say this, though. I feel like the Astros cheating and the backlash they got have really prepared that team to come into Philly and win two out of three because mm. they're like used to it. Preach. They're used to getting they're used to getting booed, used to being called a shitbag everywhere they go. Like, how many times has Altuve gotten booed? Yeah, and at old. first, and at first, everyone's like, "Oh my god, he looks so sad." <laughs> wow. But nowadays, it's like, I mean, does he even hear a boo? No. <laughs> These guys are re- a resilient bunch. They've heard every. They get death threats. I'm sure. Regularly. Does he even- <clears throat> That was messed up, Joe. What? No, 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 no. What I'm, no, what I'm, what I'm laughing at is the fucking Van. I laughed about Van Wilder. Didn't I tell you? Have you guys seen the movie Van Wilder? Yes. Yeah, National Lampoon's Van Wilder. When he's he's in the he walks into the basketball game at halftime, and it's it's fucking Penny and fucking Odom and fuck from the dog pen and the basketball coach. <laughs> their coach is deaf. And he said, and he says, for the first time in my life, I'm glad I'm deaf, so I don't have to listen to the booze. <laughs> but, but the way he says it, oh my god, it's fucking incredible. Yes, oh, it's a, it's a great scene, great scene. Mm. Yeah, you got to hit with runners in scoring position, man. It's got to happen. Well, I mean, I, I got stopped. I mean, Dallas obviously submitted his vote, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's so cut and dry. Player of the game, Justin Verlander, Jeremy Pena, it's Jeremy uh, Pena. Ryan Presley, Ryan Presley, Chaz no. McCormick. No, no, great plays, great plays. Presley nuts on the line, five outs. That's big. Great play from McCormick, potentially game saving. I think. When you have somebody in the role that Pena is playing for the Astros, and maybe I'm sprinkling a little romance dust on this as well, but this is a dude who's taking over for a you know perennial all-star, a nine-figure player in Carlos Correa, and to have the confidence in that guy to be able to let a guy like Correa leave town and feel like you haven't missed a fucking beat. This is the dude who has driven your offense in this game. Homer got it started early in the first inning. Is playing exceptional defense. I, I for for me, it's Pena. 
It's Mr. Pena, hands down. Two ribbies, and you win by one? It's big. That's the difference maker, brother. Justin Verlander, that, five innings, yeah. only gave yep. up one. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's a, it's a, the only, but I, he's I expected to do that. I think the context is that he never has really done that in the World Series. Correct. And I'm going to, I'm going to go one step further because I'd like to believe that Verlander would go one step further here. Uh, no, he's not expected <laughs> to go five. Right. He's expected that's, to go seven, eight. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And, he would hold himself to that same standard. So he feels good about getting through this outing. He's so the four walks it. saved him. If he comes he, back. Yeah. If he doesn't walk four guys and he's able to oh, come back he, out for the six, he gives up five runs in the sixth. <laughs> no, Jared, if he doesn't walk four guys, we're talking about two innings worth of work that the fuck that the Phillies were going to have no shot at. Because what you were going to see is not a Justin Verlander searching for the slider. You were going to see a Justin Verlander starting to dial shit up in the seventh and eighth inning like he was back in the aughts, back when I was watching this fucker just completely undress my lineup. Oh, oh, now it's 98. Now it's 99. It's the fucking eighth inning. Who the fuck is this guy? Oh, it's still Verlander. Just 2.0 looking to close the door. That's no fun to be staring down the barrel of. So if he doesn't have those four walks early, I'm not saying it's 98-99 in the fucking ninth inning, but that's a that's a big swollen nutsack ready to just blast off all over you. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of uh, nutsacks, <clears throat> you want to talk? Ending? What? Right, you want to talk in-depth football? Talk straight from the future Hall of Famers, Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald. Let's go. Every Let's Monday go. on Let's Go, a, Siri- a Sirius XM podcast with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Emmy Award winning journalist Jim Gray. Hear championship perspective on the trending topics on and off the field. Get expert analysis on the latest NFL action and find out what it takes to win seven Super Bowl rings. It's five-time Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady and 11-time Pro Bowler Larry Fitzgerald at the microphone and unfiltered. If it's on their minds, it's on Let's Go. Plus, all season long on Let's Go. Hear the best guests in the podcast world from Oprah and Snoop Dogg to today's NFL stars. Listen to Let's Go with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald and Jim Gray every Monday night through the 2022-2023 football season on Stitcher, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. That's not even a paid ad read. That's just Tom fucking hit me up and he was like, dude, could you help us? Tommy, did he hit you up on the way to uh, <clears throat> way to Nordstrom's? Did you say I go to Nordstrom? No, on his way to Nordstrom's. Oh, I go to Nordstrom sometimes. This isn't about you. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Thank this you. Is about, this is about Tom. <laughs> I, I didn't want to have to say it. <laughs> that somebody did. Fucking. You're so vain. You probably think the song is about you. You're so vain. Damn. That got me deep, Joe. Um, <clears throat> fuck Norsham, bro. Macy's. Damn. Where, where, where are you at mentally right now if you're on that plane? For what? If team? you're. Well, I told you where you're at mentally if you're on the Astros plane. This is just a fucking dress rehearsal, bud. Come on. If you're on that Phillies plane, 
you're staring your entire season in the face right now. Everything that you have grinded for, right? All the pixie dust is either going to carry you through or it's going to come flaking off in 48 hours. The magic of the wild card. The fanatical Philly faithful carrying you emotionally to what? A one and two series at home? That's fucking brutal. So what yeah. are you going to do now? It's like, it sucks because it's like you, you didn't win the division. I mean, if you lose tomorrow or <laughs> is, that, Saturday, is that just a cheap shot there, Joe? <laughs> I'm just saying if you lose Saturday, it's like it's like it's like you rather just not make the playoffs at that point because you oh, didn't win man. the division. You have nothing to show for it. It's whole season was wasted. You <laughs> wasted a whole month of rehab for Bryce Harper, who's gonna need to get surgery after the year. Mm. So that's a whole month of rehab Bryce has given up for you to not even get a ring in anything. So this, yes, it's a must-win game. It's going to be a tough flight. Oh, yeah, it's a must-win for sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fair assessment, Joe. But <laughs> three words for the Phillies in that plane. Why not us? Mm. Bro, mm. the Phillies can't steal another fucking Red Sox thing. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> you guys think everything is your thing. Are you Thank kidding you, me? Joey. Why not us? Why not us is Red Sox? Yes. That's Red Sox. That that's what started Why Not Us. Yes. 2004 Red Sox were Why Not Us. Kurt Schilling was literally wearing the t-shirt that said Why Not Us. But there's a billion Why Not Us. Everyone's a- after everyone's... the Red Sox did it. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. No, it's just even not if I it's not on the record. It can't be. Oh, it's because there's not a t-shirt. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. <laughs> Why not us is fucking what's invented in the fucking 30s. Jared. Like, you have to right now grab the microphone on that bus on the way to the airport as a Philadelphia Philly leader in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. What are you saying to the boys? <coughs> what are you saying to your team that you're supposed to be rallying? You got 27 outs left to get your shit together. And not have this entire season be in vain. How do you rally the boys? What do you say? What emotion do you tap into? Not fucking tomorrow! What about tonight? Tonight, Robin! Say something! (laughs) (laughs) Say something. I'm like... Hello? <clears throat> Welcome, uh, teammates, fellow players on the team. So, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I get just up there. flew in from Boston, and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just, uh, you know, borrow a word oh. from one of the most oh. sp- famous or a pump up speeches what? of all time. Just get up there and. Um. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> and the whole fucking room God. is just. Hey, you, you, you know what? No. Yeah. 
<laughs> Nothing more needs to be said after that. Hold the boys are just fist pumping on the plane. <laughs> They're ringing the bell. They're like, how can we not win two in Houston after hearing that shit? Yeah. You said it all. You Dude, that's... I just took you inside the Phillies flight to Houston. That's how it's going right now. They are replaying the 2019 Nationals who did the same thing down 3-2. Yeah. Went to Houston and slapped them in their face. Well, I tell you who's got I tell you who's got to come correct on Saturday. The Phillies. Clearly. Mm-hmm. The meat and potatoes, Joe. Two, three, four. Meat and potatoes. Because all of them were driving the struggle bus. Real Moots, mm. Harp, well, Hoskins. Like, Harp's doing well. He's drawing his walks, got a hit. Buddy, what, what, were, they, what were they tonight? He got walked. He got walked at least twice, maybe just once. He got a single. Girl for 13. Nah, Bruce. Bruce got a hit, baby. Yeah, he did. He drove, he drove one in the right about 130 miles per hour, oh, and right. he drew a nice little walk So there. then they were, what? So don't put for... this on Bruce. Real Muto no. is the one struggling, and same with Hoskins. But, like, are they? It's just, I know... Well, like two, two, three, games. four for Philly. O for ten, or O for well, over twelve, thirteen, right? <laughs> Look it up. We all right. Well, we know Bryce got a hit. Okay, so minus minus that. But I agree. If they suck, I mean, <laughs> they, they have to do well. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to happen. It's got to happen. Yeah. So you can't. You can't. You can't have that big of a vacancy in production there in that spot. I just feel like the Phillies really, 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 really rely on their offense more than anyone because they just have been offensively just knocking everything. And as soon as they don't for one and a half games, it's like, holy shit, this team sucks. <laughs> yeah, so they you know, were, like yeah, they're, they're not going to shut anybody out there. You know, their their bullpen's pitching well, but even they did shut the Astros out. One, well, that was old. I'm talking about this old. That was the old Astros. Uh, they're not going to consistently just for, do that. Just to clarify here, the two, three, four, they were one for thirteen with seven fucking punch outs. Not good. No, not good. Not good. Which is why the meat and potatoes is going to have to get it done. Um, let me ask you, Dallas, as a former big leaguer, the day off before game six, is that, is that time to reset or is that time to sit alone for 24 hours with your insecurities and self-doubt going into an elimination game? No, it's time to reset. It's time to reset. This is what you're good at. This is why you are here. Is because throughout your entire career, and I and I am talking about from the amateur level, and it could be the highest of the amateur levels, you know, elite high school level, college level, into the minor leagues, you know, now we're talking professional, but every step of the way there that I've just mentioned, you have had to 
compartmentalize and you have learned how to have because baseball players have and it's kind of an oxymoron they have the memory of an elephant and the memory of a gnat all at the same time they never forget and they never remember I will never forget whose ass I shoved it up, and I will never remember who kicked my ass because they got fucking lucky. And why would I remember that? Yeah, Kyle Schwarber That's, after the, after getting no hit last night. Yeah, it gives a the fuck. Part of this end of baseball history. Just how does it feel when you realize this is just the second World Series? No, no. Yeah, I really don't give. A <laughs> <laughs> no, move on tomorrow. That's cool. We'll be in the history books, I guess. So, just so good. That's, that's, that's exactly what you want to hear. That clubhouse. Yeah, we don't, I yeah, don't give a that, shit. That's, that's what you want to hear. Not only is it what you want to hear, that's what you want to hear and who you want to hear it from because you're wondering, all right, if we're going down the list of guys here who we think have a voice in this clubhouse outside of the obvious of Bryce Harper being the leader and Real Muto being one of the leaders just because of the position he plays and what he means to this team. But you think about a guy like Schwarbs who is obviously going to be a part of what they're doing here, but the value that he brings, the character that he brings to the clubhouse, to hear that from him sort of sets the emotional tone, right? Because you know Harp is dude's playing with his hair on fire. That's the only way he knows how to play. He's showing up like he's driving to the ballpark, spikes on, you need up, ready to ready to rock. Everybody else knows that when you get this kind of messaging from this corner of the clubhouse, you like to hear that, that, that just helps everybody else look around and go, yep, we're good. All good. It's baseball. We know that we just got to play this next game and win that one so that we can play the important one. That's how you have to think about this. Um, <clears throat> day off on Friday. And then on Saturday, game six of the World Series between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros, 8.03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're going to get Zach Wheeler and his 267 postseason ERA versus Framber Valdez in his 142 postseason ERA. Unbeaten 2-0. Are are the Phillies going to check him? Are they going to call for a substance check? Are they going to go there? Hmm. Uh, on the line. If I mean, you have to know that this is what the cameras are going to be watching. Yeah, I'm. I'm telling you right now that that conversation amongst the crew has already been had. Already been had. The camera crew. Mm-hmm. Who's going to catch it? Who's going to see it? Whose shot is gonna get used? Everybody's and, eyes are gonna be on that. Everybody's <laughs> eyes are gonna be on that. And if you're Rob Thompson, you have to kind of be like, if we're gonna ask for a check, like are our guys clean? Like you, you gotta be careful before you fire make, that arrow. Dusty, sure Dusty don't play that, that shit. That, but that did not stop Showalter. I'm doing it to well, no, that, but that's that's the just the idea of making sure your lawn is mowed before you start calling the HOA about fucking weeds. You just you gotta get your shit together. Mm-hmm. That's that's it because the minute that it's it's 
in baseball, the minute that that becomes a thing, all bets are off. Every bit of this whole understanding, sportsmanship, give and take, out the window. I'm checking every one of your motherfuckers coming in now. <laughs> you think I'm not? Every one of them. Why wouldn't I? Why Why wouldn't I? Yeah, why don't, you, why don't we do it every single game? <laughs> Can the blue say no? Like if you, I'm every single pitcher. I, I, I think he would be, I mean, you're putting a guy in a tough spot. Because yeah, I mean, you have to have nowadays, a valid you have to have a valid reason. This conversation goes like this. Hey, we've been watching this shit for two innings, three innings. All right. Every fucking time this guy goes to his hand or goes to his hair or whatever body part you're picking. Not only do we see a spinner, but I mean, it, it just it looks a little different. Like, is there any chance you guys can can get together, have a conversation about this? Maybe watch for the next couple pitches and, and see if you see what I'm seeing and then maybe get together and have a conversation. That's how you have to kind of massage that with the umpires as opposed to because umpires do their homework too. It's not like these guys are walking into the game and have no idea what the guy on the mound is all about. They know who he is. They know what type of shit he throws. They know how he likes to work, whether he's quick or not. Is he a nibbler? Is he a guy who attacks? Like they know who they're dealing with out there, but they're there to police the game, enforce the rules, and should there be any sort of nefarious activity, you know, they're expected to be privy to that. But I guess, but I mean, you can see on TV every single pitcher is doing some fucking, some fucking sliding around. Yeah, you can see touching. that on TV, but you have one umpire behind the plate. You've got one at first, second, and third, and then out in the outfield as well now because it's the World Series. And it might sound weird, but not all of those dudes are looking at the pitcher. And not all of them are watching him after the pitch either. They're looking around. They're checking shit out, scoping. So it could be a glance at a pitcher and then a glance at the third baseman. And in between there is when somebody's going to a glove, a hat, a fucking who knows. Yeah, but if the umpire saw it, they wouldn't do anything about it. If they don't see it, which I'm sure they do see it, but they wouldn't do anything about it. Well, you can you always they- just go back to you always just go back to the John Farrell, um, Michael Pineda thing. Mm-hmm. It was egregious. I mean, it's it's that bad, and, and it, it was shit stain on and, his neck, right? And to, <laughs> and, to, and to my point, like you could see Farrell basically saying, "Look, man, I pretty much have to, <laughs> I have to say something here. Like, otherwise, I'm the asshole." Well, right? didn't like, he get exposed for it the game before? Didn't Pineda? I think it happened after that. No, it I happened think he, yeah, it, yeah, he got caught and got ejected, and I think he it happened again after that. Everyone was like, "What the fuck with this dude?" Yeah. <clears throat> just but what's the difference between that and then it's like, okay, you have he had on his neck, but then it's like every not every pitcher, but like when the pitcher has a fucking shit stain on his hat. Dirt. No one's going out of their way. Joe, dirt. Joe, the balls are rubbed down with dirt. You sweat. You get sweat on your hand. If you touch dry dirt with wet sweat, mm-hmm. you start to create a muddy substance to an extent that becomes a dirt stain. And uh, 
lesser individuals like yourself start to fire arrows at pitchers <laughs> undeservingly and call them yeah. cheaters. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to kick a guy who's trying to be gritty, wearing a dirty hat, old school. There you go. Let Lucky him live. hat. Let him live. Let him live. Let the sweat stains roll. Let him live, man. Uh, this pitching matchup favors Houston? Uh, C. Really? No love for yeah, Zach Wheeler. Oh, I gotta got think so. The Wheeler and Dealer? Mm-hmm. This stuff is nasty. There's no doubt. This is, this is a... I'm biased. We Give know. me the lesty. But I'd rather watch this than a Wheeler Verlander. Yeah. Well, or we than did, a Nola Verlander. We did just see this, and we saw Valdez outperform Wheeler, but... Yeah, I, I, same argument we had with Verlander. If you suck for so long, one day you're not going to suck. <laughs> well, I, and well, this is happens. a short. Not 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 that Wheeler's been sucking all all this the whole time. He's been great. But well, like, you pretty much just said the Phillies are taking the biggest chance of the season, handing him the ball in a must-win game. Your words, not mine. So, no, however you want to phrase that, is I, I said mean, that about Syndergaard. I trashed Syndergaard. You did I trash You fucking his, trashed his family. Him. <laughs> I trashed him. And you know what? He did okay. Um, But I, you well, know. I mean. Wheeler's their best pitcher. I mean, you can't be like, oh, no. We, you know, this is who they want. Oh, this is absolutely who they want on the map. And this is the good thing about the Phillies being, being in the position they have the one-two. Because you're confident either way, whether it's handing the ball to Nola or to Wheeler, you're good. You're confident in your chance to win the ball game that day. The problem is the dude who's taken the ball opposite of those guys, either one of them, and that's Framber Valdez. What would you say as a pitcher, like if you dominate a team and 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 you dominate them for six innings, whatever it is, and then you play their you face the same lineup four days later like it's almost like your face going through the lineup a fourth time no there's a couple schools of thought here to that joe and one is what did that first outing look like like did you have a chance or or was i burying you were there loud outs were there balls at guys were there a couple runs given up and i survived or was i dominant because if it's the first scenario where I was getting touched up and you were barreling me and I just had guys in the right spot and I was able to kind of scatter some hits and maybe make a big pitch or two and get out of some tight spots, that's very, very different than me cruising through six or seven innings, unthreatened, zero high leverage situations where I'm not feeling any real stress at all. Because if that's the case, buddy. You don't want me taking the ball the next time out coming off that outing because you're essentially my bitch. You have <laughs> no fucking chance. No fucking chance. But the the initial outing of scattering and bubble, now mentally I feel like, all right, hey, got to roll up the sleeves, got to go to work here. You know, because I don't have the luxury of that sparkling outing 
to lie to myself and tell myself that I'm going to be that fucking dude times 10. But that's that's the mentality. Yeah, but what if like like if you're if you're throwing a guy like if you're facing this guy and you got the game plan on I'm gonna throw him all sliders, mm-hmm. you know. But then you you know you face him twice and you throw him all sliders. The third at bat, you're like, well, am I gonna keep throwing sliders? Well, this is where you're going into the lab, right? You're watching video, and now like for me in this situation, what I would do, Joey, is I would be paying attention to these lineups and to these guys who have had at bats in similar situations like this against guys like me who might have the same pitch usage similar to mine meaning if i'm a heavy slider guy i want to see what they're doing with runners in scoring position against a heavy slider guy so i'm probably looking at some late inning guys some bullpen guys what kind of at bats are they taking there are they getting off on fastballs early in the count are they waiting me out are they eliminating a certain pitch from a guy and then trying to fire on a fastball regardless of where this fucking thing is like are they taking swings out of the zone on fastballs early in the count because that can give you some information for me that tells me they want no part of me spinning it so now all i got to do is land one of these for a strike i expand strike one becomes strike two and now i i've got room to wiggle but going into the history of the last week or so can help you and then going into the history of what those at bats look like in previous similar scenarios so if you've got guys who have those postseason at bats like the astros do if you're zach wheeler if you're sir anthony dominguez if you're that's what you're doing is you're now drawing this up all right what does this look like but if you're Framber valdez and you said buddy shit was smooth early like I know who I am. Like check the fucking check the log, bud. Quality start. El Capitan. What do you think's coming? I'm going to sink it. I'm going to spin it. I'm going to drop that hammer on your back foot. And you're going to have no fucking chance. Again. We'll see. I'm kind of liking the Phillies now. I'm thinking about it. I think Valdez might be a little bit like, ooh, I well, got because- in trouble. I got in trouble last time. I don't want to do as much sweat and interesting like this is where this is where you if you're the phillies do you decide to go up there and say not doing it not swinging at the curveball not doing it not do if i see that fucking thing start to spin and it starts middle uh -uh, nope nope and who knows how long it takes for the phillies to either stay committed to that or fromber continue to execute it or not be able to execute it because if he's not able to execute something like that and that is the game plan now the phillies have eliminated a breaking ball that framber can't land and now he's trying to sink it the problem is the phillies are diving out over maybe they scoot up in the box take a little of that depth away and they start to get to him see the sinker baller up who's going to make the adjustment first who is committed to the game plan that puts them one step ahead of the opposition as opposed to being reactionary who's being proactive here and saying i think or giving their opponent credit which i think you should always do not too much but let's start here meaning i'm going to i'm going to come at you firm early instead of backwards because 
That's what I think you might be looking for. I'm not going to give you the opportunity to eliminate the breaking ball. I'm going to force feed you fastballs. And by the time you look up, it's going to be the third inning. I've thrown 10 breaking balls and everything else has been sinking arm side away and you've been rolling shit over because I have refused to fall back into the pattern that had me lighting you up last time because you were waiting for that. You were going to be all over that first pitch quality strike breaking ball instead of me thinking I was going to get away and steal a strike. Now I'm backing up fucking third because you just banged one off the wall. Fuck that. I'm getting ahead of you. It's going to be interesting, man. Because can you do the same game plan? You just have the same, like you just throw them all these curveballs. That's, that's, that's why it's about who's going to make the decision. Who's going to make the adjustment? Who's going to make the decision? And what decision is it going to be? To either, like I said, flip the script, be one step ahead. Or are you going to be reactionary or proactive? Reactive, proactive. What do you want to do? I don't know. I'm feeling a lot of runs, and I, I would like to see that breakdown in, in a, like a long series Me- like Metamucil. this when all these all these pitchers keep see, seeing the same pitchers and over and over again. It's like I feel like eventually, like, and it, of course, they're getting tired and shit. There's got to be just an influx of runs in the sixth and seventh game after you've faced and you've been pitching on three, four days rest all playoffs. No, I guess this it's not is true for the Astros. This is where this is where you're under the squat rack, Joey. And it's rep nine, and you are you're saying to yourself, I was supposed to do ten. But you want to know who does ten? My opponent. You want to know who does eleven? Is the guy who wants to be better than him. The guy who wants to be better than my opponent. You want to know who goes till failure? The motherfucker Jared. who wants it all. And that's me. I was gonna say Jared. That Jared um, doesn't know what a squat rack is. Jared didn't even hear the words when I said squat rack. Jared heard. <laughs> I could see Jared doing 10 reps. Dude, I'll do 10 reps right now, squat rack. <laughs> <laughs> give me a squat rack right now, I'll do 10. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. 10 what? 10, 10 push-ups near the squat rack? To 10 bicep curls in the, in the squat rack. People that get mad about that are fucking losers, dude. Oh, dude, I'm doing push-ups in the squat rack. If you're doing bicep curls in the squat rack and you're mad about that, it's like, bro, just pretend that I'm doing squats. Like, I'm not, I'm not playing fucking Monopoly in the squat rack. That would be outrageous. Am I Why doing you a just physical go move exercise? That bar? Why don't you just go move that bar? Just carry that bar over that open space. Because there's an open space right here in the squat rack. No, there's not. There's yeah, the there squat is. rack. Nope. No, the squat rack is there. Yeah, so is the bar that I'm curling right now. Right, but yeah. you could just move that bar right over there to that open space, and then or you pick could it up go, and curl it all you want. You could go get a dumbbell and do. Because you're some strong enough to curl it, you don't need a rack. You don't need a rack. You're strong. Yeah, enough you got to put it down it. somewhere. On the on the ground. I the can't ground, bend down. The ground is here for you and me both to use freely. No, nah, I don't bend down. <laughs> you don't put. You, you don't what? You don't put it down. <laughs> I don't bend down. Oh, you don't. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, day off, Friday, everyone can clear your thoughts. Reset. Mentally, reset, so, mentally prepare so we, yourself. So we know what Jared six. would do. Jared would be sitting in a room all himself with his insecurities, as he said, thinking no. about how the, how the no. fuck do I avoid blowing this game for my team? No. How do I not become the guy no. that doesn't fuck this up? 
No. I mean, it depends on what position I am in this scenario. Oh, you're a right fielder. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, like Aaron Judge. <laughs> Mookie Betts. No, he's, you no, heard no, of him? no, Aaron Judge is Some the greatest center the fielder of all time. From Bryce Harper. All the greats. Jared Carabas. You can't use right fielder as an insult anymore. It's just not. It doesn't, just, it doesn't make sense. I just did. Yeah, and you sound like an idiot. Just like you sounded like an idiot when you picked the fucking Astros to win this series. How's that looking? <sighs> not over yet. Let, let, don't, don't, don't let us win tonight. Don't let us win tonight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey. Don't, don't let us win tonight. Just like they said, the Brooklyn Dodgers way back in the day. <laughs> That's right. That's right. If not us, then who? Mm-hmm. Huh? And yep. why not us? Yep. Joe, 85 Bears. Why not us? <laughs> yep. Why not? Staring that perfect season in the face. Why Just not like, us? I could. I here could come the idiots. The, the 1975 <laughs> Cincinnati Reds. Just a couple of idiots. Uh, yep. The fuck, yeah. It was the Dolphins. That's right. It was the Dolphins that were doing the Super Bowl shuffle, and it was the Bears that had the undefeated season. Yep. That's my bad. Yep. The band of bearded brothers, the 1946 St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> you know him, you love him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. Yep. Well, uh, Jared. Mm-hmm. Cue the cue the music. Houston taking a three-two lead back home, one game away from their first legit World Series title in franchise history. The Phillies are on the ropes. Wheeler, Framber, game six, Saturday. We'll see you then. We out!